In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. I am free. Thank God. I am free. is I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Ladies, this is the show that's here to give you stories of hope and healing from someone who has been there, someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of the trauma of her early years, she went on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Plus, she's a virtuous woman who can help you find that woman in your life. Don't let the weight of this world or things that happen to you control your life. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on TogiNet. And now, here is your host, Minister Diane Jones. Hello and happy Monday to you. This is another wonderful day that the Lord has made. It's another happy Monday. I get to be on the air. I get to um, have a voice and then share my voice with you. And you get to listen. And if you'd like, you can even call me too. Um, we do have some call-in numbers Um don't have too many call-ins, but hey, let's throw the number out there just just in case there's someone tonight who wants to call in. Um, it's it's on the host page. It's on the show page. If you're watching, you know, by internet, I'm sorry. If you're listening by internet, it's on the the show page. But here it is: eight seven seven eight six four four eight six nine. If you want to call in and um, make a comment or ask me a question, I'll do my best to um, to talk with you. So let me see here. I'm going solo tonight. Okay, FYI, I'm going solo tonight. My honey, my sweetie, my friend, my partner, my all in all, the love of my life. He is out on business. He is, he's, you know, part of our outreach here. One of our outreaches here at Equipping the Saints Ministries is uh, my husband coaches basketball. And he serves as not only a coach, but a mentor to um, young men and young women in the Air Force. And he makes himself available to them um, just so that they can have someone to um, talk to, reach out to, um, bounce problems off of, um, be an example, um, and share the gospel with as situations arise and, and as the Lord, uh, allows him to. And so, um, he is, uh, doing the basketball thing right now. He is, um, um, Kind of, he 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 went along this time as a um, spectator, but also to offer whatever support that he can um, 
can offer and also, you know, to just get a little bit of respite time. You know, sometimes uh, that is a necessity for um, all of us to just get some R&R and get away and be able to spend some time with the Lord. So needless to say, I miss him, but we will soon be together again. Ooh, that's good, good, good. I look forward to it. <laughs> so I am sipping my tea tonight. I am, I am doing the chamomile thing. You know, I don't think I've mentioned chamomile on the show. If I have, it's been a long time. I bought me some chamomile this time because I thought, you know, it might be good late at night to have something relaxing instead of, uh, well, I don't do the caffe caffeinated thing anyway, but um, chamomile is supposed to help to relax you, you know, and we've had a lot going on here lately. We've had a lot of things on our plate, so... Um, I, didn't, I don't like to take uh, chemical remedies or medications or things like that if, if, uh, if I can possibly avoid it. So I said, well, let me try some chamomile. So that's what I'm doing. And I put a little bit of cinnamon in it just so I could give it a little bit of zest and, you know, pep it up a little bit. So I am sipping my chamomile tea. I hope you are comfortable and sipping your favorite beverage, possibly tea water, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever you like. I hope you're joining me at this moment because guess what? We're going to do it again. Let's do it again. Let's talk about sex. Yes, we're going to do it again. The last few weeks, that's what we've been doing. We've been talking about S E. X. Um, I'm going to just recap uh, how we got into this subject, um, how we led into this subject, I should say. We, um, I did a little study, you know, because on this show I'm always talking about the negative aspects of sexual abuse, the abuse of sex, um, use of sex for other than what God intended it to be for. So um, the Lord just dropped it into my heart to talk about the positive aspects, the beauty, the pleasure, and the intoxication of what we call sex, but he calls man and woman. So I decided, you know, because I am also an educator and I love to learn and do research, I decided to look up some definitions in a very simplistic format. I went to the Webster's Dictionary, and it was the fourth edition, 2003, of the um, Webster's Dictionary, and I looked up a couple of words. So let's recap a few of those words so I can, you know, connect you and bring you up to speed with what we've talked about so far. Sex, S-E-X, the definition, either of two divisions, not three, four, five, either of two divisions, two, two, uno, dos, two, eins, zwei, two, <laughs> either of two divisions, male or female, 
into which persons, animals, or plants are divided. Surprisingly simple. The character of being male or female. The attraction between the sexes. Sexual intercourse. Sexual. That's the definition of sex, people. Okay? Surprisingly simplistic, not as complicated as many people today are trying to make it and many people in the past have, have tried to make it. This is not a new thing. Um, this whole issue of sex is not a new thing. But uh, some people have tried to complicate it and make it more uh, confusing and difficult. Um, second definition was sex appeal. The physical charm that attracts members of the opposite sex. Again, very simplistic. In some way, in, in some strange way, I was kind of surprised at the simplicity of these def definitions. <laughs> because, you know, when you hear the arguments, when you hear the... the um, Debates and the issues that we're dealing with in America right now, you 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 can you can be fooled into thinking that this is a really complicated issue, that it really is complicated, but it's not. Sex appeal, the physical charm that attracts members of the opposite sex. Three, for the fun of it, I just decided to look up opposite. Now, of course, I knew what that meant, but I'm just spelling it out here. We're just we're just doing some basic research, some elementary research. You know, the Bible says that God's plan is so simple that a fool need not err. So we're doing it on the basic level here. This is not for the intellectual. This is not for the one who trusts in their own knowledge and their own wisdom more than they do the simplicity of God's plan. Opposite, set against, in a contrary direction, often with two, entirely different, exactly contrary, anything opposed or across from. Opposite, man and woman, opposite, not same sex. I'm not going to go over all the definitions because that would be basically recapping my first show. So that kind of brings you um, into how we led into our topic a few weeks ago. And now we are going to talk about man and woman some more. Let's talk about man and woman. We call it sex. God calls it man and woman, the sexes. Who are they? Male and female created he them. Made in God's image. Together, they are the fullness of God's character and his attributes. This is, of course, before sin. This is before sin came into the earth realm. Man and woman were created in the image of God. Together, they are the fullness of God's character and his attributes. Interesting. More after the break.
Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Liberty Christian Center, located in Box Elder, South Dakota. They are a non-denominational, Bible-based, Holy Spirit-led deliverance ministry. Pastor Charles and Romika White, Liberty Christian Center. Okay, we will. We're going to teach you how to tell your money where to go. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Learn how to be a savvy investor from someone who has your best interest at heart. Pam Otten is a financial advisor who loves to help successful business owners and entrepreneurs understand the mysteries of the investment world. And she's not afraid to share that knowledge. Pam is an unashamed Christian and qualified kingdom advisor, which means she's trained and committed to integrating biblical principles into her financial advice. Pam believes investing isn't rocket science. This is the financial advisor who's in your corner and truly understands and cares about you and helping you achieve your goals. Securities and advisory services are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Thank God I am free. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay, I'm back, and we are back. I am sipping chamomile tea, and I am talking to you about sex, S-E-X. What we call sex, God calls man and woman. And you know what? Together, together, men and women, man and woman are beautiful, Sometimes it's hard to even imagine that. Sometimes it's hard to maybe um, realize that these days. Um, But together, together, the key word I'm using there is together. Together, they are beautiful. Together, um, the relationship and what they bring to the table and what they create and um, the journey of life is beautiful. It is, it is, it, it is intoxicating what they can do and become and be together. Together, they find pleasure in one another. And life itself is much sweeter for most of us, for most, most of us, I realize that everyone is not called to marriage. Everyone is not called to be marriage. But those that are, um, marriage is an absolutely beautiful thing. Man and woman together is a beautiful thing. 
I um, was talking to someone, mm, I guess maybe about a week ago, and he was a male. <laughs> I'm not going to say his name because I'm going to protect his identity, but um, he was someone close close to me, and we were just having discussion about um, life and things in general, and um, he gave me this example, and he was telling me how he was... He was upset because he was talking with his um, an ex-relationship, someone that he had been married to and involved with, you know, very closely, has children together. And they were talking and they were meeting their daughter's boyfriend for the first time. They came together to, to do this, you know, with each other and with the daughter for the first time. And when they were talking um, to the boyfriend about future possibilities, you know, his, his, his plans for the future, um, how they see the future um, concerning their daughter, she, the ex-wife, says, oh, I'm not a material person. As long as you love each other, the rest will take care of itself. To typical response for uh, a lot of women. <laughs> Maybe not as much now as it used to be, but because <laughs> now everybody's quite driven. Everyone's quite driven to succeed and to, you know, um, accomplish uh, great exploits. And being married is not necessarily one of them for many young women, um, I'm not going to get too far off the track here, but I, I was actually offended the other day when I was at the gym because there were some ladies in there talking. We were in the sauna and they were talking and one lady, you know, she said that um, she uh, joined the services, joined the uh, the branch of service that she was in um, so that she can get an education. And after so many years, I don't remember how many years, she said all she had to show for her time in the service was a child and a husband, all, that's all she had to show for it. And, and it just struck me so insult. It was such an, such an insult to me. It was like offensive. All you have to show for your time is a child. Like a child is nothing, you know, second rate, nothing. And a husband like also those are two like the bottom of the barrel type uh I mean that's the way she said it and I was like all I said well I think those are pretty big accomplishments I mean we're talking about two human lives and the relationship and the beauty of a marriage I mean man people just don't get it they just don't maybe they just don't have what I have maybe they just don't have what God has intended for them to have for for whatever reason and a lot of that is self being self-driven you know doing our own thing but anyway back to what uh me and this uh individual were talking about she says oh i'm not material as long as you love each other the rest will take care of itself he gets upset and he says don't tell him that <laughs> like what's wrong with you don't tell him that well, if you tell him that then you give him a pass you know, basically a a, a a a free pass, so he so that he won't worry about providing for her, and he won't strive to provide for her and do the best that he can. So don't tell him that. And and he was like pretty upset about 
he, how he couldn't believe how she would say something so foolish, you know. And I said, no, 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 no. I said, now listen, she gave him the female perspective. You gave him the male perspective. Together, he received a wholesome, complete picture of what is important. It is important to be in love and to uh, stick by each other and to go through the thick and thin together. And it is also important for him to provide for her and for her to do her part in assisting him too. I mean, he, he got a complete picture. My point is, is that together, their advice was good. Together, their advice was complete. Together, man and woman, male and female, make the whole. You see the full picture pertaining to life and life's issues. One should not compete with the other or criticize the other for thinking differently for bringing a different perspective to the table one shouldn't expect the other to be so much like them it's a blessing when you have things in common and you should have things in common i believe in order to uh, you know when you're when you're making those choices um I believe the Lord will put someone in your life that you do have enough in common with that you can be compatible. So we're not to criticize one another when your spouse or your potential, you know, your soon to be spouse uh, doesn't agree with you on every point because together, together, they make the whole. They should come together in every way, including sexually, including intimately, including sexual intercourse. Sex is man and woman coming together. And you know what? This is truly intoxicating. Let's let's fall in love again, people. You know, what happened to the days when just thinking of your love um, and thinking of the love that that person has for you was enough to make you feel high, was enough to make you feel euphoric, you know, to to we used to call, you know, they used to call it like a natural high. You know what I'm saying? When did we start needing so much um external and superficial things and, you know, chemicals and alcohol and, uh, um, you know, lust ridden movies and lust ridden, ridden, um, books and, and articles and things to, to make us feel alive. Um, what happened to just being, you know, mesmerized and blown away by, thinking about the person that you love and knowing that they love you. What happened to being able to talk on the phone for hours and just the sound of that person's voice? 
was enough, did it for you. You know, that, <laughs> that made your day. That made your day. That's the intoxication that I'm talking about. Let's fall in love again, people. Let's promote love. Let's promote intimacy. Let's promote, you know, the man entering into the woman. We talked about that, I think, in week two when we described intercourse um, and some of the biblical, um, t- the biblical terminology for sexual intercourse was to know. Um, and she knew him or and she or, and he knew her. Um, one of the other ones was, let's see if I can find it. Uh, and he went in unto her and he went in also unto Rachel, became one flesh and they shall be one flesh. Whatever happened to being into each other, you know, not just physically, not just, um, you know, hitting it and quitting it, but I mean like being into each other where sex is concerned, where our emotions are concerned, you know, um, being into each other. I still think that that's a wonderful thing and I wouldn't trade it for anything. I've been on both sides of the uh, road, so to speak. You know, I've been in a relationship where I was used for the sex. Been in, been in situations where I was used for the sex. Been in situations where I was sexually abused. And nothing compares to the love and the emotional gratitude that I feel knowing that my husband loves me and I love him. Think about it. Think about it. I'm going to give you some biblical examples because that's another thing that I haven't been able to get to um, in the previous shows. We're going to, at least not the way I wanted to, we're going to go to the Song of Solomon. It's a book in the Bible, the Song of Solomon. So get your book and get ready. Okay. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Live Friday Night Camp Radio, 10 p.m. to midnight with Christy and Laura on Toginet.com. Broadcasting from their scrappy kitchen in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. They've got nothing better to do than riff with their favorite Brooklyn-based independent vendors, artists, bands, bartenders, foodies, weirdos, and news stories. Featuring the live studio audience. Betty Rehab and the Gaybors. Sex and dating commentary with the impersonal. The unknown political biased man. And people who kind of know stuff. Stream on after your long week. 
Brooklyn's variety show of madcap intellectualism. Friday Night Cap Radio with Lauren Christie, 10 to midnight Eastern on Toginet.com. Radio like you've never seen. Equipping the Saints Ministries. Our mission is to equip and mature the people God calls to do the things they are called to do with confidence and boldness and to create soldiers for the army of the Lord and to impact our communities. If you are not local, you may participate via conference calls or we can make information available to you via email. Equipping the Saints Ministries is home-based in Maryland. You may write to us at Post Office Box 1616, Clinton, Maryland, 20735. Or email us at vir2us1 at verizon.net. Thank God I am Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. And just so you don't think that I'm just spouting off, you know, that, oh, maybe maybe some of you have um, been around Christians and you've uh, or people that profess Christianity and you don't see much um, affection or love or romance um, amongst couples. I mean, we we attended one church. I remember we were there for almost a year, I believe. And. I was literally surprised and shocked to find um, find out that certain people in that congregation were actually married to one another because we never saw them together. We never saw them together. Um, and 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 then when we finally did hear or see them together, it was it was, there was no display. There was nothing to give you the impression that they were a couple. I mean, to be to be. <laughs> almost a year in a place and you just don't even know that they are with each other. I mean, some of them, some of them were, um, it was because the wife was attending a separate church and the husband was sending, attending this church. And, you know, I know people now that are professing to be Christians and one goes to another ministry and the other one goes to the other ministry. Well, that is not in any way, shape, or form what the Lord describes uh, in Scripture concerning marriage and and how marriage is to to look. And um, the Song of Solomon, I think, is a perfect place for us to to like get a glimpse of the of the romance and the passion and the affection that we as believers and husbands and wives and couples, you know, married couples should have for one another. Let's go to 
chapter 1, verse 9. I'm going to read from 9, I believe, through 17. Now, I think I mentioned on one of the other shows that when I was, you know, a teenager and I would and I ran across the Song of Solomon, I would feel like guilty, like I was reading something that I had no business reading because I could to me, the language was racy. It was kind of like, ooh, oh, you know, but part of the reason I'm doing this is because I want to encourage couples, married couples to have this type of affection and passion for one another but also to demonstrate this to their children, you know, to, to their children growing up. Let them see you in love with each other. If you're not still in love with each other, then ask God to rekindle, to rekindle that passion and, and that fire, hopefully, that you had at some time. Because um, sex, man and woman coming together, marriage, love, it's all intended to be a beautiful thing. And it is a beautiful thing in God. And if it's not for you, then something is lacking. Something is lacking. Okay. So verse nine says, I have compared thee, oh, my love, to a company of horses in Pharaoh's chariots. Thy cheeks are comely with rows of jewels, thy neck with chains of gold. We will make thee borders of gold with studs of silver. While the king sitteth at his table, my spikenard sendeth forth the smell thereof. A bundle of myrrh is my beloved unto me. He shall lie all night betwixt my breast. My beloved is unto me as a cluster of campfire in the vineyards of Engido, Engidai. Behold, thou art fair, my love. Behold, thou art fair. Thou hast dove's eyes. Behold, thou art fair, my beloved. Yea, pleasant. Also, our bed is green. The beams of our house are cedar and our rafters of fur. Talk about love language. Talk about love language. Um, where did I read that about the... Um, he shall lie all night betwixt my breast. You know... Breasts are also symbolic of the center of our emotions, the center of one's emotions to lay upon my breast. So it's, it can be, you know, viewed physically as well as figuratively speaking. Um, he shall lie all night betwixt my breast. Here, I believe it's being used both ways because she's expressing her emotion and her love for her love and desiring to have him close to her, desiring to have him uh, be with her. Nothing compares. Nothing compares. <laughs> Having to hit it and quit it and jump up and take a shower and, you know, <laughs> go home so that you can get enough rest before work or whatever, whatever is not the same as sharing this type of intimacy and this type of passion for another 
individual. Talk about love language. I have compared the, oh, my love. Is your husband your honey? Is he your love? To a company of horses in Pharaoh's chariot. I mean, a lot of us don't even get to see horses. But when I think of horses, I think of, you know, so, sometimes I see their their shape and their form is just so beautiful the cut of their muscles uh when they run and the and their mane is is blowing in the wind and their tail is is stretched and there's such a beauty and a and a eloquent elegance even in the way that they run the stride is both powerful and beautiful at the same time um it's just hard to put it into words if you ever stop and take the time to, you know, even watch it on TV, watch them run in rhythm. You know, they run in rhythm and, and, and power and, oh, God's creation is truly beautiful. And that includes you and me. That includes man and woman. Okay. <laughs> we are like a symphony together. All righty, let me go to Songs of Solomon 3, 1 through 5. 3, 1 through 5. This is love language. We're talking about beautiful things. We're talking about the intoxication of physical relationships and emotional relationships combined. By night on my bed, I sought him whom my soul loveth. I sought him, but I found him not. I will rise now and go about the city, in the streets and in the broadways. I will seek him whom my soul loveth. I sought him, but I found him not. The watchmen that go about the city found me, to whom I said, saw ye him whom my soul loveth? It was but a little that I passed from them, but I found him whom my soul loveth. I held him and would not let him go until I had brought him into my mother's house and into the chamber of her that conceived me. I charge you, O ye daughters of Jerusalem, by the rose and by the hinds of the field, that ye stir not up nor wake my love till he please. O oh, she searched for him. She missed him. She longed for his company. She longed for his presence. She went about seeking where could he be, where is he asking others, have you seen my love? And she wasn't satisfied until she found him. And once she found him, she wanted to keep him close to her as long as she possibly could. She didn't want anything to disturb their time together. That ye stir not up nor wake my love till he please. Till he please. 
she just wanted to relish that time together, enjoy that intimacy and that closeness. Do you feel like that about your hubby? Your hubby? I feel like that about mine. I certainly do. <laughs> I certainly do. And I'm so thankful that I do. Now, I'm so thankful that I know what that's like. Because there was a time when I did not know what that was like. There was a time when I was in a marriage, but lonely and alone. And there was no togetherness and there was no oneness. Um, consider the ways of the Lord. Consider his plan for marriage and his plan for our relationships because it's a beautiful thing. Um, matter of fact, I, when I was uh, working on, I think the first show, let's talk about sex part one, I started thinking about my hubby and it inspired me to write, I guess you could say it's a poem. It inspired me to write this and I will share it with you when we come back from the break. All righty. <laughs> As usual, I never get the timing right on this. But anyway, more after the break. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. The Story of Me is a captivating and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest, abuse, and neglect to find a second chance at happiness. It is a story for those who have loved and been rejected, who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived abuse, molestation, rape, or incest. The story of me is very inspirational for those who may see or find themselves in Diane Jones's story. You may purchase your copy of the story of me online at www.authorhouse.com or any of the major bookstores. Lindale Link with host Holly Rand comes Mondays at 10 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Linda Link is Lindell's first and only internet radio broadcast. Holly, tell us about it. It's really something from my heart that I want to be teamwork um, for the entire community to get the word out about everything that's going on here. We're talking to the entire community of Lindell. This is not limited to just businesses or just parents or just teachers. Simply to get the word out about your cause or your company, you must go to where the people are. And today, people are on the internet. Lindale Link. Lindale, Texas is a growing chain of business, education, commerce, community. 
Together, Linda Link can create one strong chain of communication. Check out LindaleLink.com and then check out Lindale Link, the radio show. Lindale Link with host Holly Rand. Mondays at 10 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Thank God I am free. I am free. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Hey, it's me. I'm back. And we are already on the last segment. Time sure does fly when you are having fun. Uh, I want to read to you. I guess I can call it a poem, um, which is something that um, I don't do really that often. Um, I, I, I am a writer and, and I've done quite a bit of writing but you know this just seemed I, this just seemed to come out of my spirit um when i started thinking about this show and thinking about my honey my husband um these this is what came to me and i titled this beauty and intoxication and i did post it on on uh, my host page if uh, you want to go back and check it out Anyway, beauty and intoxication, sex, male and female, and sexual relationships as God designed them to be are beautifully, pleasurably intoxicating. One of the greatest pleasures I have in life is being comforted by the warmth and heat of my love's flesh as I caress, press, and massage his aches and pains. His warmth lets me know he's alive and I love him more because he is with me. His back often aches, but under my press, I know he is strong. When his muscles resist, I feel his strength and I love him more. As they give way, I know he trusts me and I love him more. In the beginning, his feet were solid. They had no give. Now they're pliable from the love I've given them. I know they will reimburse me. His laughter stirs my soul. I'm reminded of life's goodness. It settles me. When his creative juices are flowing, mine are enriched. We are good together. We are music. His arms are strong. His embrace, my sedative. Many a night he holds me to sleep. On those nights I sleep deep. Not to mention the times when time stood still. We were as one in another place with God the Father. Whatever I need, he is. Whenever I need, 
he is. So intoxicating is my love and my love for him. He is the love of my life. Thank you, Lord, for him. I just started thinking about him and some of the things that we share together and some of the things that we do for each other. And um, those are the words that just came out of my out of my heart and out of my spirit. And I would like to encourage you, if you're married, to think about the beautiful things that your husband or your wife brings to, to your life. Think about the pleasant things that they bring to, to you, that they add to your life, how they enrich you. And um, see what that inspires you to do, write, or say. Perhaps it will inspire you in some new and refreshing way to reconnect, you know, to share, um, write it down, say it, express it. Keep that love alive. Keep that fire burning. Okie dokie. Well, let me clear my head <laughs> because like I said, uh, love is intoxicating. Um, I have so many pleasant memories um, of Chris and I, and I remember way back when we first um, began to get serious about each other, one of the things that I noticed, one of the ways that I knew that he was falling for me is because of how he looked at me. He looked at me with googly eyes, with, um, <laughs> I guess googly eyes is a good term. <laughs> he couldn't hide it. It was in his eyes. You know, his eyes just had the look of, wow, I, I just, I'm just smitten with you. I just uh, can't believe that you're spending time with me, that um, you're here. Um, I took him to one of my Christmas parties at, at, at the job that I was working for at the time, the, the employer that I was working for at the time. And um, that, was, that was an opportunity for me to kind of get feedback from my coworkers, from my boss, you know, some of the other ladies as to what they, um, what they thought about him. And I still remember my boss said to me, um, she said she really liked him a lot. You know, uh, she said he was very personable and um, he was the life of the party because he's, he is. He's very, <laughs> very um, entertaining uh, type individual. Uh, when I say that his laughter stirs my soul, you know, he he does. And I've been laughing ever since I uh, met Chris. But uh, she said also what she loved about him. It was the way that he looked at me. She could see the way that he looked at me, that he was intoxicated with me. I could see it, and it was intoxicating for me. It was just beautiful for me. Um, one of the other pleasant memories that I have is how when I would rub my fingers through his hair, 
because he has very, very soft, velvety hair, <laughs> naturally so. <laughs> and when I would rub my fingers through his hair, his eyes would roll back in his head. <laughs> just my touch, just the touch of my fingers, massaging his scalp, running my fingers through his hair, his eyes would roll in the back of roll to the back of his head. And I just got such a kick out of that because to me it was like he was saying, Oh my goodness, <laughs> this is the best thing. This is the best thing. Uh, this is just absolutely the best thing. So I just got a kick out of that because I had never seen, <laughs> seen that before. And I'm laughing and I'm smiling even now as I think about it because um Almost every night before we go to bed, um, if we're laying there watching TV or if we're just recapping the day and talking, um, you know, he puts his head in my lap uh, many times and I just run my fingers through his hair. I'm talking about intoxication, people. Can you feel what I'm saying? Can you, can you understand where I'm coming from? You know, sex Basically, what we call sex, God calls man and woman. We are made in his image. Collectively, we are beautiful. Collectively, we are intoxicating. And it should be so. It should be so. Um, think about it. Think about the point that I'm trying to make. I hope I'm doing an adequate job of, of getting, getting, getting the point over to you. Let me go to one more beautiful passage in the Song of Solomon. Um, I wrote it my way, but I, I don't think anyone says it better than, than Solomon did. And this is Solomon, Song of Solomon, chapter 7. And we will read as much of this as we can before we go out. <laughs> All right. How beautiful are thy feet with shoes, O prince's daughter. The joints of thy thighs are like jewels. The work of the hands of a cunning workman. Thy navel is like a round goblet, which wanteth not liquor. Thy belly is like a heap of wheat set apart with lilies. Thy two breasts are like two young rows that are twins. Thy neck is a tower, is as a tower of ivory. Thine eyes like the fish pools in Heshbon, by the gate of Bath-Rabem. Thy nose is as the tower of Lebanon, which looketh toward Damascus. Thine head upon thee is like Carmel, and the hair of thine head like purple. The king is held in the galleries. How fair and how pleasant art thou, O love, for delights. That concludes talk about beautiful, pleasurable, and intoxicating.